0: Hi, welcome to episode 14 of Meet the Marketplace. So we're on tour. Today we're in Egypt, we're in Cairo, and we're running a Meet the Marketplace event. We have uh, seven fintech providers presenting today. And I'm going to start this podcast with a a short interview with Hani O. Solomon, who is Innovation Lab Manager at CIB, which is um, the largest private bank in Egypt, uh, with around a million customers focusing on uh, retail and corporate banking. Henning, how are you?
1: All good. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for having me with you today.
0: So th- let's start just, uh, you probably won't like this opening question, but let's start by talking about you. So um, what's, what's your background? How did you end up um, running the Innovation Lab
1: at CIB? Oh, okay, that's a long story, but let's make it brief. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, I joined CIB 10 years back. When I joined CIB, I actually joined in the Wealth Department as a business development. My background was is in the business development area. Uh, from one department, uh, the bank decided to start a new department serving small and medium-sized enterprises. So that was my next move. I've been heading the business development for uh, SMEs, or they call it the business banking inside CIB. And from uh, from there, uh, the bank started to focus more into building strategies to serve the unbanked and the untapped segment. And there where we, we decided to create a new department, which is the innovation lab, uh, holds the responsibility of uh, building the right channels and and solutions for the unbanked segment and of course focusing on the internal and external innovation activities okay so that's that's that's
0: quite a good place for us to just pause for a second right because maybe you could for the um for the benefit of our listeners maybe you could just give us a few words on the structure of the egyptian market because it's um so i think it, it, there are roughly 100 million egyptian people right but and and the principal challenge here is is Trying to bring the population uh, into the into the formal financial system, right? Because it's, so there's a very large unbanked population. So could you just and then a, could you just give us a sense of the structural dynamics and how many banks there are and you know, what percentage of people are unbanked and so on. Sure,
1: sure. So right now we're talking that from a macro level we're having around, as you said, <laughs> a million uh, million uh, citizens or like population of the million, 100 million uh, uh, citizens in Egypt. Uh, we're talking from banking perspective where, where we have 39 banks serving around 12 to 13 percent or let's be more uh, like optimistic it's 12 to 15 percent out of this total population Uh, one it's it's one of the major challenges that we've been facing is to how to get the informal or the unbanked segment to the banking segment, and maybe that's a good a good start to tell you. So why we started the whole innovation department? Because CIB believes, and and I believe, like not only CIB, that the whole banking industry believes that it's not going to be easy to kind of create the full population with our existing infrastructure and foundation. Right, 39 banks, we're having roughly around like maximum 5,000 uh, branches, and at the moment we're serving around 15 million, and our branches are like packed, right? Yeah. So the only way we can extend our services or uh, the, way, the only way we see to expand our presence, to provide financial services and even non-financial services to our population it, through digital and the technological disruption that happened in the market. And that was one of the main reasons why uh, the senior management CIB decided to have this kind of functionalities as an innovation lab inside CIB to see how we can take this to the next level and how we can build the right or take the right steps to penetrate the unbanked segment.
0: And how's that going? Because notoriously, it's difficult for any bank in any market to take the idea of fintech and the idea of working with fintech companies to, to if you like, upgrade the, um, the financial infrastructure to actually put these solutions into, pra- into practice, into production. How, how are you finding that?
1: Well, let, let me tell you one thing. Just before even getting to that, yeah. we, we wanted to get more insights on what's been happening in the market. And we wanted to get more uh, information on what sort of capabilities are around. And that's why we started it actually to get to know uh, the market dynamics, starting with the entrepreneurship ecosystem, uh, building an internal innovation activity. And how
0: is the entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurial
1: em- ecosystem here? Are there, are there lots of fintech solutions in Egypt? Entrepreneurial ecosystem been been rising, actually, and been evolving uh, From my personal view, the last five years we saw a lot of improvement happening in the entrepreneurship uh, ecosystem. Uh, FinTech, we'll see, it's one of still one of the sectors that we don't see much happening in that in that area. And I believe that one of the main reasons why you don't see more FinTech than rather like than the other uh, sectors because of the lack of financial literacy. Because. Understanding banks and getting to know what challenges the banks are facing is not an easy thing. Whether you have to be part of this ecosystem or coming from the banking industry, or you have to face or you have to get, like, you faced one of the challenges when you were dealing with banks and you decided to come and solve this issue. But I believe that this thing even started to change by uh, engaging and uh, by getting banks to engage more into this ecosystem. I believe one of the things that... Actually, we are at the AC right now. AC is one of the biggest partners that the CIB decided to go with to uh, get uh, to know more about Fintech, and we're sponsoring the Fentec track over here to meet the Fintech uh, potential startups and to put them in the right track and, track and even to give them the insights and uh, the information they need to build the right uh, solutions.
0: What you, if I understand it correctly, what you're saying is there's a kind of chicken and egg problem, right? Which is You've got eighty-five percent of the population that's unbanked, and there, there could be solutions that could lower the cost of banking and therefore bring more people into the formal banking system. But what you're saying is there's an extra element of challenge, which is these people are not financially literate, maybe even not literate in in a in a literal sense. And um, so, how do you challenge that? How are you seeing solutions emerge that that if you like tackle that 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 that, that double issue of financial literacy and financial inclusion?
1: Well, from financial literacy, uh, banks started to go through a lot of activities where we started to spread even our team like everywhere to start, like starting from universities and schools and even like people that come and submit their ideas through ASU or even different uh, other accelerators. We're trying to uh, to have a presence over there just to provide uh, those potential calibers with all the information they need, even regulations, just to make sure, as I told you, uh, that they are coming up with the right solution that will meet uh, uh a serious need in the market that's one thing the other thing maybe that we started as well so who are the most uh or who are the, the the people that are seeing those challenges on a daily basis and we figure out like the the, the banking people the, the employees inside the banks yeah they're facing these challenges every day they're seeing all the obstacles that from the from the client and on from the bank end as well and we tried actually to leverage on that so we had we started to build sort of a small like digital studio thing inside our our environment just to uh, host and have all the, our staff for example to provide their ideas and how to solve the existing solutions or uh, sorry the existing obstacles or even they have a solution for a major challenge that we're we'll facing in the country and to be honest with you it's it's sometimes comes with uh, a very positive uh, feedback and impact from uh, from our staff it's one of the ways that we're trying to know better so what sort of challenges we're having and to come up with those challenges and put it in the market and to ask even developers to come and solve these channels with uh, cooperation with the the banking staff. No, this is great to hear
0: I mean what we observe is there's, there's clearly no monopoly on good ideas and therefore the you know the broader that you can consult the better the um, the potential outcomes can be even you know even missing, mixing um cross-functional people and um, because we quite often observe that it's you know it's not necessarily people who work in say retail banking that come up with the best solutions for retail banking you Absolutely. Know, so, um, Absolutely. people look at it with fresh eyes
1: and and this is even before considering the the upgrades of the system and infrastructure yep. you were just talking about so those are like the baby steps of any bank or any financial institution wants to get into this ecosystem and wants to understand more about the market so they can build the right strategy and build the right objectives to uh, penetrate this market in the right in, in the right direction coming on the other side is the the system legacy that we're having yeah yeah banks. yeah
0: so they so if you like we can get back to the earlier question sure.
1: which is how how
0: challenging is it to go from say an idea of an employee brings you through to actually running a proof
1: of concept or even you know, the holy grail of you know launching a new service and and, and that's the other challenge yeah. so we took the right step right? And we reach a good level and we reach a good, uh, we, we receive some good feedback from from all the participants. The thing is, it comes to a point that we only uh, stay with a proof of concept yep. and sometimes it's always going to be on a PowerPoint proof of concept, that's it. So how we can take this to the next level? And that was the other challenge. So we don't have the environment or the system that would support or validate those proof of concepts or the prototypes. And now, I believe uh, Banks from one side are trying to get one step higher and upgrading to, by upgrading their systems to make it more convenient, more flexible for uh, third parties to come and see if they could integrate with banks and they can uh, enhance the, the, the product offering or the solution that will been provided to target different segments and to enhance customer experience. Other thing is, I believe this kind of partnership that we're having right now, this is the first cycle where CIB, Teminus, and ABC will come together to support uh, entrepreneurship, specifically fintech, and to help them to take it to the next level. In the previous cycles, we usually uh, reach a good level where we have a good prototype. But when it comes to deal with banks, of course, banks will be uh, a bit putting their wi- that like they don't want to take the risk of testing yeah. such a solution inside our or or to to, to integrate. Yeah, it needs to be in a non-production system. environment exactly, first, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And this is something that w- was not actually available so far in in many banks or actually in, in most of the banks in egypt i believe introducing uh tools like sandbox and testing yep, Ganyab, yep. this will make it much 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 easier more efficient uh less rescue for banks to take this to the next level and to start providing these kind of solutions to their segments and target the client.
0: so we're going to come back to this in a second because we're you know one of the things we're doing today is we're making an announcement about this tripartite um uh, uh, agreement this this um uh, this partnership between um, AUC Temenos, and CIB. So we'll co- we'll come back to that. I'll ask you a few more specifics. Sure. But in, in many countries, in many places around the world, in many um, regions, it's the regulator that's pushing the sandbox concept because the regulator also wants to see significant innovation in, in financial services, but also an upgrade of the infrastructure. Right. Um, so I would imagine that the regulator here is, it has a financial inclusion goal and mandate and so on. And hopefully they'll be here, so we can maybe get them on the podcast. But what? How supportive is is the um, is the regulator here, and how quickly is the regulator allowing this this sector to to evolve?
1: Well, let, let, let's say one thing: the regulator and banks are doing this together with the same uh, uh, steps or milestones. So we're all are going through the baby steps, as I mentioned, to understand the market very well, actually, and to get exposed to the international markets. So we all like travel all the time where some of us were going to find a lot of the banks been to India, China, Europe, uh, CBE. I know that they've been to Silicon Valley itself and they've been like you know, getting exposed to what's been happening over this there. Is this is so exactly. Yeah. So so we're all trying to get to know more about this market. We're all trying to get to know more about the disruption that happening in the in the in the globe. And we're all to get to know so what sort of solutions and what sort of fintech capabilities we need or could be applied in the Egyptian market. And based on that, I believe the regulator is trying to better understand this kind of situation to come up with serious steps and Try to build the right guidelines and regulations to control this uh, uh, ecosystem in a healthy way. Great.
0: Okay. So let's, let's move then to the um, to the announcement that we're making today. So could you could you give us a few more specifics about that? You know how um, because uh, the AUC Venture Lab has existed for a long time. I think you've supported it for a long time. So what what's what's really new in this announcement? What what are what are you announcing today?
1: What are we announcing today? Well, we've been we've been uh, sponsoring the AC uh, Venture Labs, sp- specifically the Fintech Track, for the past, I believe, couple of years. Uh, the new thing, and I believe this will add a lot of value to this sort of of a sponsorship and collaboration, is having Taminus on board. Uh, now, Taminus, uh, CIB, and AC are coming together together in a joint collaboration to support entrepreneurs at Fintech with uh, not only, I would say. Uh, Banking contribution or like uh, uh, academic contribution, but also we're providing them with a test environment and technological tools to help them to validate their prototypes and sort of going to be certified as a a solution that could be integrated with core systems, especially like Teminus is like all over the country. I believe that Temnes has been integrating their core systems in many banks in Egypt. And this will make it much, much, much easier for fintech or startups in Egypt to go and pitch banks uh, with a validated prototype through a sandbox with from Temnes. Okay,
0: fantastic. And I've two final questions. Um, the first one is, so um, the event starts in seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have seven fintech providers pitching I don't know if you've had the chance to look at them yet but what what other than I other know. than financial inclusion what are the sorts
1: of things that we're,
0: you're, you're looking for as
1: a, as, a, as a bank well well, I believe a lot but uh, let's let's focus on on three things financial inclusion of course is one of the because this is the on the top of the agenda of the government I'm not going to say yeah, and it the can make
0: industry. it's like a total um, positive sum game you know because Absolutely. when you bring people into the, fun, into the financial sector everybody wins you know?
1: right yeah right but more than that, like moreover, like focusing on untapped and unbanked segment is, of course, uh, one of the main objectives. But of course, we don't want to forget our banked and underserved clientele because yeah. this is a gold mine as well. We have a good bunch uh, bunch of, of, of clientele and our, our client base, and we need as well to keep evolving with the satisfaction level of our clients. And this is, could happen by... Leveraging and capitalizing on technology and digital solutions, which yeah. will make their life much easier as well. And there's a lot of a lot of uh, ideas, and I saw a lot of solutions been in the market. You know, capitalizing on AI, artificial intelligence, and machine learning, just to help into financial advising and yeah. uh, wealth management and cash management as well. So I believe some idea of not just bringing people into the financial sector, but
0: also um, democratizing existing financial services, so that you can reach exactly. a much bigger audience. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And and the last thing, and I believe this will play a big part between banks and regulators, is uh, onboarding and KYC. Yeah, 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 So this is something. That do you see that? Do you see the possibility to create some sort of utility of here? Course. Yeah. Okay. Of course, of course. And I believe this is a great opportunity for uh, fintechs who are trying to penetrate this area to to better understand the market and to better understand the regulations in Egypt to come with a good solution that will make it easier on onboarding clientele, whether we're talking individual or even we're talking corporate or small or medium-sized enterprise.
0: I suppose what's encouraging is, um, I mean, many things that you said are encouraging, but also I think the fact that we have so many banks attending today, not just Temenos customers, suggests
1: that there's a there's a broad willingness to work together right? in this in absolute Absolutely, this This market is maybe, it's completely different for the past... Ages, I know that banks will come and compete with each other for like serving corporate clients or serving like uh, uh, niche markets. But now we're talking about a big bunch of clientele, we're talking about around 60 million uh, people in this country that needs to be served by 39 banks. So it's not about competition as much as it's about collaboration. Yeah, yeah. So banks, regulators, because yeah, it's,
0: it's not like a situation like you have in, 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 in Europe, for example, where Winning one customer means you take it from another bank. Exactly, exactly. exactly.
1: There's a like huge number of clientele, and they all need this kind of financial solutions to help them to, to facilitate their daily activities. And I believe with, with the number of banks that we're having right now, it's, it's not going to be about competition, as, as I was just mentioning. Collaborating together and building the right ecosystem from the banking industry, along with, of course, the regulator. This will uh, make it more efficient to penetrate the market faster and uh, provide a good uh, bundles and packages of uh, solutions, whether not only financial, maybe it's going to be non-financial as well, but to uh, help the unbanked or the untapped segment to better manage their day-to-day activities. So um,
0: I I think I'm right in saying that, um, so you're saying financial inclusion levels about 15%, more or less, right? More or less, yes. Um, And I think, uh, but mobile... Penetration is one hundred percent.
1: mobile penetration is crazy over here. We're talking about like one hundred and twenty percent. So, so,
0: so, because what I wanted, to what I wanted to de- conclude on is kind of an, you know, a kind of a, an optimistic prognosis of, of, of the banking sector here. And I suppose that not that I want to le- um, uh, uh, ask a leading question, but one hundred and twenty percent type mobile penetration versus fifteen percent. Banking penetration suggests that that is the potential that tells to, you That tells yeah. you
1: one thing. One, you need to collaborate with MNOs, the mobile network providers, yeah. of course. Two, if you want to get reach of the unbanked segment, so you have to get to them through their mobiles. Yeah. So that's going to be the easier way or the easiest way to reach the clientele and to provide them with all the solutions that could be uh, offered through their cell phones and their smart.
0: Fantastic. Okay, so um, we're going to wrap it up here. That was fantastic because that set the scene very nicely for the for the conversations that will follow. Because you've you've done a great job of of telling us about the macro picture and um, and also the great work you're doing at CIB. So if people want to um to learn more about the innovation lab at CIB or they want to contact you, what's what's the best way? I mean. You don't have to give your email address because I'm sure you get enough emails. But you know, are you on social media? Are you on Twitter.
1: Yeah, of course. Okay, you'll find me on on social media on Facebook or LinkedIn. It's okay. uh, it's you'll find me by Hanny O Solomon. Okay. Uh, you can have my email. It's not it's not a secret. I would give it so, a, just yet. Uh, no, <laughs> I have no issue. It's it's Hanny H A N Y dot Solomon S O L I M A N at C I B E G dot com.
0: There you go. You're practicing as you preach. Collaboration, sharing emails. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly.
1: So please, if 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 anyone needs to get to know anything about what we've been doing, do you need to get any sort of support or even like coaching or mentorship, just get in touch with me, I'll call you with the right person. Annie, thank you very much for your time. Thank you Ben, thank you very much, appreciate it.
0: Okay, so we're still at the Marketplace event in Cairo. It's lunchtime, we just made a major announcement that we are, or Temenos is partnering with AUC Venture Lab and CIB to foster innovation in the fintech ecosystem here in Egypt. And um, I'm now with Ayman Ismail, Dr. Amine, who's who is um, the founder of AUC Venture Lab, and um, so in a minute we'll talk about the partnership and what it means and so on. But before that, maybe we could just take a step back, and you could, um, if you don't mind, could you tell us, um, you know, why you started AUC Venture Lab? I I understand you were you were a student here, so it was about giving back, and so.
2: Thank you, thank you so much, Ben. So, uh, so I was a student here uh, about thirty years ago. I did my undergraduate and and master's at AUC at some point in time, and then I lived in the U.S. for about fifteen years, worked in consulting, uh, studied, and uh, actually started a consulting firm. And two thousand and eleven, I came back to started to Egypt, started teaching at AUC, uh, at AUC. And one of the things. What what did you teach? uh entrepreneurship okay so you can imagine one of the things i wanted to do is actually work with startups very closely rather than just uh, preaching or uh, teaching something but actually working with them as they design launch and build their company grow their company Uh, And AUC Venture Lab is a great platform for that. It's a startup accelerator, Uh, we work with uh, innovative startups, around 15 startups every cycle, which is every semester because we are a university, Uh, we bring them in in a very competitive uh, selection process from over 500 startups and uh, we work with them for that semester on on building their business, designing it, uh, working on the validation, Uh, going to market and so on. It's a wonderful experience to actually work hands-on with startups and I learn every day a lot from people who are in the market uh, building great businesses.
0: And is it only open to Egyptian startups and is it principally aimed at companies that are formed here on, on campus?
2: Actually, it's open to pretty much everybody. Uh, most of our startups come from uh, Egypt, but not from this university, actually. Most of them are from all over Egypt. And we're actually open to startups that are interested to launch their business in Egypt. Uh, even if they're an international startup and want to come here to Egypt, we'd love to have them uh, on campus.
0: Okay. And um, what's
2: the,
0: what's the if you don't want me asking, what's the monetization model? Do you take equity in these startups
2: or is it pay um, the members pay i've been trying to convince the university to actually take equity in the startups. yeah i think still, this is a great uh, idea it's yeah. a great idea we're still trying to figure out the legal model as a nonprofit university we're working on it might take a couple of years but now we've been five years old and our model has been basically corporate supported we've got companies and partners like cib and and other partners uh, that are very interested in supporting the innovation ecosystem and they basically provide us with a lot of our financial uh, uh, costs. And at the same time, the university provides a lot of in-kind support in the, say, in, in the form of time and um, faculty and facilities and, and other types of support.
0: Fantastic. And how important is um, is fintech as a, as a stream within the Venture Lab?
2: We started the fintech accelerator as an independent accelerator actually three years ago. Uh, it's very important for us because we see fintech as one of the most interesting growing sectors, but it's also one of the toughest one to crack because you're so dependent on uh, regulatory regimes. You're so dependent on uh, big banks, integration with other uh, parts of the ecosystem. So it's it's, it's quite a challenging uh, space to to. Uh, get into and we think that we have a role in partnerships like the one with Temenos, like the one with CIB and with other parties in the ecosystem and also with the government to actually try and and, and open spaces Uh, so it's not just a matter of payments. Payments is a great entry point but what about all the use cases that we can there, micro savings, micro loans, micro insurance, anything that has a micro or nano word next to it is actually the right place to get into uh, digital digital uh, fintech or financial business models in general.
0: Fantastic. And um, how, how supportive is the government? Is the government, is the government a supportive of AUC
2: Venture Lab? The government is very supportive of AUC Venture Lab and actually of the entrepreneurship ecosystem in Egypt. I would say five years ago, probably nobody in the government could even spell the word entrepreneurship. And not just in Egypt, probably most of the world. Right now, we've got five different ministers where entrepreneurship is on the top of their agenda, from investments to telecom, to uh, uh, planning, to education, and we see this actually going very deep in, in the activities that they're doing. However, the challenge is that you, you to open up spaces, let's say microinsurance or micro savings, you need to change the regulatory regime yep. to allow for uh, uh, new different business models. And that, that is a very lengthy process. You have to make sure that you have clarity on the business models. But on the other side, innovation is about experimenting. So between the side where they want every single details to be detailed to be clear so that you can put it in a law that you can enact with all the risk aversion and, and, and risk management. And at the same time, you want the innovators to try and experiment with different things. And this is why the whole ideas of sandboxes, whether uh, technology sandboxes or regulatory sandboxes, comes in very handy to bridge between that uh, innovation phase where you wanna experiment and disrupt and try and test and between the clarity that regulators want to have in place to be able to put the law.
0: Great. And so I think that brings us very nicely on to the partnership, right? Because, um, so where I mean, this is exciting for a number of reasons. I think we're bringing together some of the most important actors in the ecosystem, academia, um, uh, banks, uh, technology players, I think is exciting because, you know, it's, there is a pain point, right, which is moving the innovation from, from a proof of concept into production. And um, so I, I just wonder if you might say a few words about how you think um, the addition of, 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 of non-production sandbox type technology will help you go from proof of concepts through to um, you know banks and others adopting these types of solutions.
2: Let me tell you, personally, I was involved actually in, in, in a fintech startup, one of the leading ones in Egypt, and uh, it took us about a year to be able to convinced that was four or five years ago so it was a little bit early it took us about a year to be able to convince a bank to work with us even though i have contacts in all the banks yeah, yeah, yeah and it took us more than a year to be able to go through the legal and compliance and contractual process and then another year to go through this the, the integration part so that, that that's not a space for any innovation or for launching any startup yes. people would get bored and and do something else in the meantime what we want to do is and then and then
0: you, and then once you've done that two year process you then have to start again with the next bank right? you so you have yeah. to start yeah. again
2: with the next bank. but but it becomes a little bit faster once you've, you've shown it with yeah. one bank yeah. but still it is an empty process but when when you when you get to what we what we're trying to do right now is actually accelerate that process we cannot afford to be competitive in the fintech or, or, or make any changes in the financial services industry without being able to move fast so at vlab we try to accelerate the process of business building the business model and validation with a partnership with Temenos, we are accelerating the technology integration and making it even part of the validation process, so we can get, start working on it very early enough. Now we, we have CIB and we have other banks that are also our partners. Uh, we can very quickly move from that stage into plugging into the bank infrastructure because it meets all of the regulatory, security, compliance, and, and everything that's much needed there. So I think if we bring down that three-year process maybe even to a little bit less than a year, and, and, and we can we, we can launch a real fintech startup, uh, much faster I think that's going to be a very very dramatic change and I would expect a large number of startups to come in over the next year that would actually be able to plug into that ecosystem
0: and um, thank you very much and then I guess the, the third reason why this is a very very exciting partnership is because there are you know there are real problems to solve here right And I think um, what fintech companies always bring is innovation and but so I think by making it easier for banks to to take the innovation we can solve some of these big problems and I just um I just wonder if that's, you know, if you also see it the same way, which is, um, now, there's there's a really big potential here to, to, to transform the financial system in, in Egypt.
2: Look, Egypt is a hundred million people country, and our population has been doubling every thirty years. So probably by the time you and I retire, we might be closer to two hundred million people. It's a huge market, and it's also an, a, a gateway market to uh, the Middle East and North Africa region, and also to the uh, to parts of the African continent where we work very closely, like the Comesa, the Nile Basin countries. As an entry point for that, a lot of the regulatory and and, and business models that are modelled in Egypt very quickly go around in the region. We have a huge market opportunity here because the economy is moving fast, but it's a cash-based economy. It's mostly informal economy. And if you want to move from informality and from cash bases into very fast modern digital economy, FinTech is one of your key gateways to that space. And by trying to accelerate that process, we want to get use cases, applications that can be used, whether a B2C or B2B. B2B actually was not mentioned today, but it's one of the most interesting yep. areas. One of the biggest pain points for large FMCGs and retailers and handling cash. If we are able to reduce the cost of cash handling, to enable new business models, uh, to provide better services for people, it's not just about the financial inclusion; it's about the service provision. So you might go and stand in line for a full day to pay a bill or to get some service. Yeah, crazy. service. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. You have five bills a day, That, that that's one week, that's, one, that's <laughs> yeah. literally 25% of your time. Talk about productivity of the whole country. So this is something that has impact on the individuals, on the businesses and on the whole national economy. And I think there is a realization in the government that it started, I would say about three years ago, about the importance of digitalization of the financial services and other parts of the economy and government transactions. They're pushing for it, Uh, the two major bottlenecks, one is the regulatory, because that takes a lot, but I think we're trying to stretch our space for experimentation. The second one is having technology that's easy and rapid to pilot and prototype. I think we're trying to handle, to tackle those two head on uh, because the opportunity is just, it's really a substantial part of the GDP. I can see it transforming either to be digital or through, uh, through FinTech or by FinTech or FinTech application.
1: Fantastic.
0: So, um, Eamon, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for hosting this event, uh, your wonderful premises here. And um, if, if somebody would like to apply for uh, v how, how, how would they go about doing that?
2: Our application is available online on Gust. You can go and apply. Uh, we have two cycles every year. Applications are going to be open in the beginning of uh, uh, beginning of December and also in the beginning of August. would love to have any startups uh, that are innovative, whether FinTech or even other sectors, uh, apply to AUC Ventura. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you very much indeed. OK, I'm now here with Islam from Paymob. Uh, we're still at the Meet the Marketplace in Cairo. Uh, and um, we just came off so the the events finished we just came off a panel and uh, Islam was kind enough to speak on the panel about the fintech ecosystem here in Egypt so um, maybe Islam we could start with just you know you telling us um, about Paymob how did how did it start what does it do well, actually, it's a
3: really fun story because when we started off with an e-commerce website, we met uh, with my co-founders and team uh, here on campus with students at AUC. We actually built it. Uh, uh, we built an e-commerce website, and then after we built it, we found here in Egypt that there is a problem with cash-on-delivery because nobody actually pays online. So we found that there is a problem in cash. So we decided to park the idea of the e-commerce and just start working with banks on having a digital solution and then for our e-commerce and then we found that we're actually solving a bigger problem so we worked with the bank on an acquiring or an acceptance solution and then we found that actually this is not the solution we wanted people to have a tool in their hands to perform digital payments and that's why we partnered with Vodafone uh, on the uh, Vodafone cash initiative and this was by far our largest deployment uh, as a mobile wallet infrastructure provider here in
0: Egypt. And um, could you give us a sense of how successful paymap has been in terms of um, user numbers or whatever the right metric is?
3: And we started our first injection uh, in 2015, April 2015. In 2015, we processed for the whole year, we processed around 5 million Egyptian pounds. Uh, in 2018, we're going to process about 12 billion egyptian pounds
0: 12 billion so um what do you, to, to, just uh, to put that into u.s dollars what, what would that be that's like a billion u.s dollars so yeah,
3: yeah, yeah no i think because uh, before devaluation it would be like 1.5 but <laughs> unfortunately devaluated so i think it's uh, three quarters of a billion somewhere around the, around this figure i believe
0: But still you know f- phenomenal exponential
3: growth right 2019 definitely we're yeah. going across the billion yeah.
0: dollars in, in valuation <laughs>
3: If there is no any measured
0: devaluation, and um, so did, so you um, you graduated from this university so this is like yes. coming home, but you weren't involved. The you, um, you weren't involved in the venture lab. They didn't. It was a uh, this didn't exist, exist at the yeah, when. Yeah,
3: actually, when we started, they were still planning on doing. Uh, I mean, like I told you on the panel, right now, if, it, if it's much easier and much simpler to uh, to actually launch a fintech company. I mean, a startup in general. However, fintech. It's much easier right now with initiatives like what Timinus is doing and CIB and uh, AUC. I think the opportunity is there, and the partnerships and the collaboration and the willingness to do this is there. I just think we just need to focus on problems and needs and uh, go to the drawing board and so
0: So you're saying that, well, maybe maybe you could tell us a few kind of lessons learned in your experience. But you're, but 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 nonetheless, you're saying that the the ecosystem is matured and it's much easier now to get funding, get support from from, from an incubator, find companies that want to partner with you, so all those things are becoming easier. Yes, and I think before that, fintechs, like the problem is that uh, banks
3: weren't used on startups on fintechs that were uh, uh, built by just uh, early graduates, just they used to uh, gray hair people on, on board. The idea is that I think with the rise of companies like Paymob and other uh, companies and uh, companies from AUC uh, Venture Lab. I think banks starting to uh, realize that they should pay attention and they have this uh, uh, opportunity to partner with young entrepreneurs in order to actually benefit their and clients and uh, uh, create better
0: experiences for their uh, clients and merchants. And um, as a as an entrepreneur in Egypt. You are excited about the market potential for, for new ventures? Yes, of course. So obviously it's become easier to launch a new venture, but you think these new ventures can, can become very big companies and yes. there's a big sort of, you know, runway to growth? Actually, yes, because uh, last year
3: we had a division for merchant acceptance and we spinned it off completely into a separate entity that we called Accept and we officially launched it this year because we see that there is huge potential on the acceptance and the SME kind uh, of acceptance for merchants and private practices like uh, uh, professional uh, doctors and so forth so we believe that there is an opportunity there and on the panel we mentioned that on the consumer side there are massive opportunities when it comes to uh, offering uh, credit uh, financing and uh, savings products or insurance products because i mean we have 50 million people right now that are ready what way mom is trying to do is build the infrastructure for financial services companies to come on top and try to actually uh, build the use cases for uh, people to actually use the wallet and benefit from the financial inclusion, and just not make it like a fancy word without any benefit for them, like.
0: And it sounds like, um, based on what you said earlier, that your background isn't finance. You know, you said you started off as an e-commerce site. So, what are you? What's next for you personally? I mean, as an entrepreneur, you probably what do you think about the next idea would the next idea be fintech do you think
3: yes I believe actually because due to our experience and our network and uh, the infrastructure that we built I think we're gonna continue uh, on the fintech track but I believe if I were to start up a company uh, today I would think of the financial services part and not the payments or the infrastructure because I feel well
0: you've solved that problem
3: (laughs) I I
0: feel that this is
3: this is not really what, what's exciting right now. It was exciting like five years ago. But since the rail is uh, built, I think driving usage for uh, the wallets and for the digital solutions that the banks and uh, mobile network operators uh, launched in the past five years, I think this is the challenge and this is, uh, this is where
0: the opportunity is. So we, we don't have um, a massive number of listeners to this podcast, but... Um, Hopefully we'll pick up a few listeners now in Egypt, but most of, our, most of our listeners are outside of Egypt. So what would you say to anybody who's looking at this market? You know, do, would, you, would you invite them to, to come over here and, and, and start a company here, or would you...? Um... Well, I don't
3: think there are many places in the world that have 50 million customers for financial products. So I believe that Egypt has a unique potential. And uh, I think right now, the infrastructure, and the ecosystem is, is,
0: is ready. Uh, I think now, right now we offer a huge... So this product. is like the, um, yeah, this yes. is, this is the inflection point. Yes. Get in now.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. Brilliant.
0: Okay. Well, that's a perfect way to finish this short chat. Um, so if people want to know more about Paymore or they want to contact you. Um, what's the best way of, of doing so?
3: Well, my email is...
0: Uh, it's funny how, like, it's the, you're the second person to give their email address yeah, so, yeah. so far today. Okay, go on then. Uh,
3: ISLAM, at uh, PayMobSolutions.com
0: I think that speaks to, um, to definitely, I think that you guys are true to your word, right? You are prepared to collaborate. You're prepared to give your email address yeah. to uh, all, all, all manner of unknown um, listeners. Exactly. So.
3: Anybody has an idea, <laughs> or we're ready to to sit together.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Islam, thank you very much indeed for your time. Thank you, man. And thank, thank you for man. thank you for taking thank part you. in the panel.
3: Thank you and thank you for thank you to Taminos for the opportunity and actually for this uh, amazing program. Uh,
0: I'm blushing. Thank you very much. <laughs>